Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. Going to be talking about the first blockbuster of all time, Jaws, in 4K. Used to be a thing where a 4th of July weekend or holiday around that time I would watch Jaws. I was a little kid when Jaws first came out. I didn't read the book until I think a a couple years later. I mean, I was an early reader. I was reading things that were above my age. But I remember that summer that nobody would go in the water before the movie came out when the book, the book was huge. Like, remember when Harry Potter got so huge and everybody had a copy of Harry Potter no matter where you went? Jaws was that book. Everybody had that that summer. It was on the beach everywhere and nobody was going in the water. And then, you know, a year or two later, the movie came out and nobody really went in the water. But I hadn't watched Jaws in a few years. Uh, there were several years ago when it first came out on Blu-ray. I had to track down. There was a digibook version, 100th anniversary of Universal Studios. And Best Buy was the only place to get it. And there was no Best Buy with near me that got it. And I had to get on the phone with Best Buy. And they held one in Fort Lauderdale. And I went and drove and got it. And funny, that's just going to sit on a shelf now because I have this shiny 4K version. So I picked up the 4K version when it came out. I think it was last year. I just haven't watched it since. I, life. And last year, uh, 4th of July, we were busy in Key Largo. Didn't really get around to a movie that night or whatever. So anyway, I took the opportunity to finally view Jaws in 4K. The first thing that struck me is the music makes the movie. Of all of the things that go right in this movie, the music elevates the movie to... uh, places a B-shark movie shouldn't be. But between Steven Spielberg's direction, all the top flight acting, and this incredible score, a lot of practical effects, it's a classic. I mean, there are very few perfect movies out there. I'm I'm evaluating um, Lawrence of Arabia for a podcast. And it's a long movie, and I'm, I'm very familiar with it, but I'm like going through it piece by piece and really want to get all I can out of it, this viewing. So anyway, um, Jaws is, is, is up there, not obviously as a four-hour epic that told some great story. It's about a giant shark that eats people. But it's a perfect movie. You go to the movies to see this kind of movie. It doesn't really have anything to do with the shark. It's You've got these characters, and they're all quirky, interesting, believable characters done by good actors. The direction knows where to put the camera and when and what things, what jokes fly. and what. It just, I'm watching it this time, and I'm going, there, there's no filler here. The movie moves very quickly. And I don't remember the book. It's been so many years since I read the book. But I know that Steven Spielberg worked his magic and made this movie the classic that it is. But again, you have to put all the pieces together. And the director's a big part of it. But they chose to do practical effects at a time we couldn't have done CG. There wasn't such a thing. But even superimposing or animation, stop-motion animation, wouldn't have been as visceral as this movie turned out. I've watched the extras in the past, and I rewatched them after watching it. Um, I will get into how the 4K looks. It looks great, by the way. Um, but it's just, I won't go deep into the movie. This is just, it's a young Spielberg. It's his third movie. He directed a made-for-TV movie called Duel, and then he did the Sugarland Express. Neither one of those were huge hits. 
Um, and then he made this, and it literally was the first blockbuster of all time. Followed a year later by Star Wars, which knocked it out of the park. No movie before Jaws has stayed in the theater as long. People go back to see it time and time again. It was the perfect, I don't know, juxtaposition of almost a horror movie. But it had those Spielberg sensibilities where it's got a lot of heart. And by the end of it, you care about the characters, even the more gruff. Like Robert Shaw is brilliant as Quint. He's really great. And when he finally gets his, sorry about the spoilers, but this movie came out in 1976. Um, you know, you, you it, it bothers you. That's the magic of Spielberg. He knew how to build the characters. He knew how to build tension. Watching one of the extras, he's talking about, I could have had the shark appear at the beginning, but that would have taken, you know, it wouldn't have been as exciting. This jerking back and forth and you put together what's going on below the water, that's much more terrifying. And he's right. But in watching the movie now and comparing it to all the other shark movies and horror movies that I've seen since, what a classic. It is just beginning to end the the conversation between the mayor and and Brody, the chief, and and the Matt Hooper from the Oceanographic Institute, Richard Dreyfus. It's just classic, and these conversations go on. I mean, in radio, I've been behind the scenes when hurricanes were coming or tornadoes were coming at events and things, and I've heard these conversations go on. Well, we don't want to cancel it too early, and blah blah blah. I've been there. This this stuff really happens, and. You know, sometimes the money wins out and it's not the right decision, which is what happens in Jaws. But overall, watching Jaws again, it's just, it's a quintessential movie. It, it is everything about movie making that we love. It's got heart. It's got soul. It's got action. It's got drama. It's got tension. Everything is just perfectly done. And to know the, the drama they went through with the mechanical shark and how hard it was and how it, it was hard on everyone to film the movie. Anyway, it's a classic. So the 4K. At first, Jaws looks like Jaws. It's always looked a little dingy. It reminds me of um, what it looks like. Have you been to Florida? And you've looked through a window in like a hotel, and it's clean, but they never get it completely clean, and it looks a little almost foggy, a little scratchy, little, I don't know, kind of surreal through the window. Jaws has always kind of felt that way to me. It just felt like it was on a seashore. It just felt rough, edgy. Um, and it still pretty much looks the same. The HDR really brings out like reds when that happens. Or what I really noticed in some of the older movies, it's not so much the bright colors or bright lights when they shine a flashlight at the camera, which is pretty spectacular when they do it in here, um, is more the gradations that you didn't see before, that you can see now, the blues of the sky or the colors in a shirt uh, in shadow and not. And you just see a lot more of that. It's it's a very solid picture. There's quite a bit of grain, especially in some of the darker scenes. But some of the brightly lit scenes look like they were filmed yesterday. This is really as good as Jaws is probably ever going to look. And the Dolby Atmos mix is quite tasty as well. I wouldn't put it up there with like Dune or a current... Um, Amazing, not even the Dolby Atmos mix of Heavy Metal, which came out recently. But it's a good mix, and it really highlights John Williams' score, which is fantastic. So all in all, it was good to revisit Jaws. It's a movie I really enjoy, and I, I pretty much had it memorized, so I haven't watched it in years. It's amazing the little things you forget. It's not about the shark. 
You know, it's all that other stuff building up to it that creates the tension that makes the shark work, and it's great. My little dog says he's got to go out, so I'm going to wrap up this podcast. But I have another one coming, and it's going to be even better than this one. Um, I won't tell you about it because I might play these out of order. Anyway, all my links are below. Thank you very much for listening, and have a spectacular day. Spectacular day.